0: Welcome to C3 Church Tagra. You're about to hear a message from Luke Poy. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Because all that I am, Lord, follow you all of my days. No looking back, I've left behind my forearms. something about starting a new season. Um, it's, it's, it crackles, it pops, it sees life in it and all this um, excitement about the, the experience of the new season. And I would just encourage everyone to get excited about this new season. It is going to be fun. I feel like there's a lot of life in this season to be experienced. And life is, um, it's, it's become the second part of my life story uh, like when i when I think about my story with god and and my message that god 's given me to to speak about I, it, it, chapter one is definitely love, and I, I just could talk about love and how much God loves us till the cows come home, um, which apparently takes a long time <laughs> i don 't know, um, but yeah, I can talk about it that long and um Chapter 2 is becoming life, life, this life that only Jesus can give, and um, it's something that I am fascinated by. It's something um, that it, it really, um, it, it intrigues me. When Jesus said in um, John 10.10, 10, when he said that he has come so that they may have life and have it to the full, that just, oh, that blows my mind, and there's something about that. I think Jesus is trying to tell us with that. It's so loaded. That, that statement is so loaded. It is, it is filled with so much meaning. And um, I think what happens is, is that when we give our life to Christ, and when we live our life in Christ, there's so much. Uh, so, so when we do that, when we position ourselves in that place with Christ, I feel like our whole life becomes blessed. All of life becomes sacred. All of life becomes holy. All the circumstances that we face may not be great. They actually could be extremely terrible. But there's a holiness and a sacredness that the circumstances can't touch within your life that only He can give. That, that, And there's somewhere in the midst of the the craziness that, that Jesus can bring out something beautiful out of every circumstance that is called life. The whole thing, Jesus came to make the whole thing holy and sacred and beautiful and wonderful. And it's to be experienced. Life is meant to be experienced. It's meant to be experienced. It's meant to be lived. And what I'm seeing a lot these days, and I'm saying this to myself as well, a lot of people aren't living. They're not, they're not living this life and life to the full. They're, they're too busy either worrying about the past or they're too busy worrying about the future, and they're never present living. They're not in the moment. They're not living life. And um, it, it's something that, um, it, it sucks, we get robbed of of experiencing the moments that matter, which is always right now, always right now. God is always doing something right now, and it's 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 one of those things. But we're gonna we're gonna get into this a little bit. We're gonna unpack a few things, but basically, um, I want to follow off what um, Pastor Andrew preached on this morning, and I I am I have to say again, Andrew. It's so good to sit on the front row and hear you preach. Oh, it is that good. Like Canda said, a lot of us that have known Andrew for a very long time, we've known for many, many years that he is like, like truly. There's some, there's preachers, and then there's anointed, gifted. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter even what they say. It just comes with the full force of heaven behind it, and we. We've waited and we've watched and, and, and Andrew's just hitting his, he's just in the zone. He's better than I thought. I, like I look at Andrew and I go, he's, oh, I don't know how he's going to go. Every time he gets up, he's absolutely ripping. And I just, it's, it's so exciting for me, but I'm, I'm gushing. Um, no. So Andrew encouraged us this morning about getting out there And letting everyone know that God loves them and that he's all about them. Like, Evan's not here, but that's totally an Evan thing. Um, He's all about you. Um, I love Evan. Oh, Jess, you guys are leaving soon. What a shame. But it's okay. Go and live life to the full. Um, And and so, so anyway... Andrew was saying that he, he wants us to all know that God loves us so much, but he also loves this city so much, and he, he, he loves them so much that he doesn't want them to stay out there and not be in here. And it's to go out there and to bring people in. and um, But one of the things is, here's, here's the deal. Um, how you are in life, um, people people watch and see. People in your community watch you and see you. And um, how you roll will uh, greatly determine how effective your invite will be. (laughs) So, um, if you are going out there and, you know, you've got no love, you've got no peace, you've got no joy, oh, come to church, it's amazing. And they're going, yeah, right. I'm sure it is, buddy. And... uh, do you even go then? If, the, if it really is as good as what you tell me, do you even go? Um, and so I want us to have a look at ourselves tonight. Uh, I want us to have a little look at ourselves because, um, like I said before, I think a lot of us, are, at times, including myself, we're not truly living. We're not. We're not experiencing this life and life to the full that Jesus promised and made available to us. So it's up to us to live it. And um, it's all about staying connected to the source. It's all about staying connected. So you want to experience life and life to the full, you got to be connected to to the source, connected to the life giver, the one that is the creator of life. And... Andrew touched on the scripture that I really want to look into this morning. He actually um, spoke about the, the vine and the branches. And um, it's it's just such a beautiful picture that Jesus paints. But, but we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. So um, for us, one of the blessings that we do have... When Jesus promised us life and life to the full, there's some certain things that come along with this life, there's some certain things. And like I mentioned before, you know, the, the people that just have no love, no peace, no joy. Um, those are things, those are fruit that Jesus actually promises us when we live and, and take hold of and step into this life and life to the full. And I would love for us to take a look. Oh look at that picture that 's going to make even more sense by the end of this service. Um, I love that picture on its own it 's great, but there 's so much more meaning knowing what I know, what you don 't know, which you will know soon it 's just going to make so much more sense um, so let 's have a look at galatians let 's have a look at some of the stuff that we should be experiencing when Jesus said, I've come that they may have life and life to full. Let's have a look at some of the stuff that we should be experiencing. Let's have a look. So we're going to go to, yes, Galatians 5.22. Let's read it out. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. This, this fruit, this is the kind of thing that we should be experiencing every day. This is the stuff that's available to us every second of every day. And when we're too, yeah, look. Sometimes when we, when we lose track, when we disconnect from the source, and sometimes when we're thinking about the past too much and we're thinking about the future too much, we find ourselves so far away from all of those things. We find ourselves so far away. I just want to encourage you tonight to stay connected to the source. Um, so... These are all great things. These are all great things. Um, Who would would like some more? Jesus actually um, tells us how to get that, how to get this life and life to the full, how to bear this fruit. Jesus actually tells us how to bear fruit, that being the fruit. Uh, Let's have a look in John 15, 1 to 5. It says this. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Five, verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Phenomenal! I love that, and this is this is what I really want to talk to you guys about. We're we're doing this theme, the blessed life. I believe the blessed life is so much about just staying connected. It's so much about staying connected, being the branch that stays attached to the vine. This is this is where the blessed life really makes. lot of sense because for some of us we go, yeah, I hear about the blessed life, I've I've heard of it, I've heard about this love, joy, peace, all this sort of stuff, but I can never truly get it. I never, I don't feel like I'm living it. Well, my question would be is, are you attached to the vine? Do you go to the source regularly? Do you go to the source regularly or do you let the worries of the world consume you? Do you let circumstances consume you? If you let the, 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 the circumstances of life, when they consume you, you, you go into a flat spin, and it's, it's hard to get out. It's, we've, we, what I want to encourage us to do is to make it like a, um, a ritual every day, a few times a day. Go back, get connected to the source. Go back and, and connect, um, center. Some people call it centering themselves. Some people call it refocusing. Some people call it having a a, a quiet time. Some people call it meditation. So one of the things I find, this is is just something, before I get into some really, who likes tips? Who likes hints and tips? I love hints and tips. If people could give me more hints and tips, I would be stoked. Give them to me. I want more hints and tips in everything. Of course. People... if there's information, I want to know about it. If there's something that's going to help me, what, why, why am I trying to do something the wrong way when there's a hint and tip that will help me how to do it the right way? Hints and tips, love them. We're going to get to some hints and tips, okay? We're going to get there. But these are just some things that I've been finding, and I'll probably speak about this later. These, these two things that I find um, very interesting before we get into the hints and tips. These two things that I probably will speak about later, but as for right now, I just want to give you a little taste tester. Things that I find help me to stay connected, are, I call it, it's, it's a practice. You've got to practice these things, right? And I practice um, awareness. I practice an awareness that there is a God, well, there is God and he's here, I practice every, every moment of the day when I catch myself, I go, oh, wait, God's here. He's for me. He actually never left. He never leaves me or forsakes me. I'm actually with God right now. And I practice that awareness. It's just something so simple, but I find when the more I practice that and I'm at work and, you know, like I stub my finger and I'm like, mother, and then I practice awareness. It brings back the peace. You know what I mean? That just got stolen. Brings it back. You've got to practice awareness. Um, it's, it's a real thing. It's, it, it, makes, um, it makes a lot of sense. I challenge you, in your day-to-day, stop, pause, and just go, God's here. He's for me. He never leaves me or forsakes me. I'm actually in his presence right now. Awareness, that, that's um, really, really helped me lately. And um, also being present, finding myself in the moment. This also connects me to the source. Because when I'm aware that there is a God and, and, and I stop worrying about the past, I stop worrying about the future, and I live in the now, and I find myself in the presence of God, I find myself in the presence of God when I stop worrying about the past. I stop worrying about the future, and I become fully present. I realize I'm in the presence of God. These are, and I'll have my hands together, and I'm feeling, and it stops me from tr- worrying about the past. It stops me from thinking about the future, and I go, "Oh, this is happening right now. I'm I'm in the presence of God. I'm worshiping. I I do things like that. I take a deep breath. And I feel the air race past my nostrils. I feel it come out of my mouth. Being present in the moment, being aware that there is God. These are just two things. But now we're going to get to the hints and tips. Finally, we've gotten out of that crazy hippie um, stuff. Now we're getting to hints and tips. Some of us, when I say, hey, guess what? Jesus is the um, vine, you are the branches. Stay connected, guys. You're like, yeah, that sounds good how do I do that? How do I do that? Well, there's some simple hints and tips. These are, I'm going to name nine um, ways that people connect with God. And you might relate to one of them. Who knows? Maybe you don't relate to one of these, but there'll be a way in which you were created to connect with God and it 's okay because see some people some people like Andrew, he can so easily and gets so much out of it he locks himself in a room, reads his Bible for ages, and that really works for andrew i that 's how i 've known him for so many years reads more Bible than anyone, and um, this is awesome, and that works for him. Um, I remember Candace back in the day because um, I, I had no problems like reading the Bible or Um, in in my room for ages, although you didn't either. Our thing was more singing to God. I could just sing to God and it was all good, but you were like, oh, that's so lame. And, And the only way that you could do it, you tried, you tried, but you didn't think it was working for you. And you found another way to sing to God that worked for you. We all have different ways that we connect to God. We've got to stay connected to the vine. And there's, there's, there's a few different ways we connect. So I'm going to throw out some of these ways that we connect so that we can all find our sacred pathway, Phil Cairns. Um, Phil Cairns, you've read sacred, sacred Pathways, right? You've read it three times. You've read it three times? That's, oh, I've read it once. <laughs> I should probably read it another two times. Um, but it's a great book, and I read this book uh, quite a few years ago. Now, when I was doing my degree in theology, I was reading through. Uh, I had to do it for one of the modules. I can't remember what else, but I remember just going, "Oh man, this is crazy! This is this is I never thought of it like this." There's so many different ways in which people of all different shapes and sizes connect with God. So here's one of the ways people connect with God. They're called the natural. I was outside. And Pastor Phil led me through this prayer, and I said the prayer. Then I felt in my chest this voice say, Look up. And I looked up, and I saw all the stars. And then I felt that just this the love of God just flood my life. And I was like, Oh, and I'm looking at the stars. It was the best thing ever. I got so connected. Now, whenever I go outside at night, and I'm going to try and make this a, a ritual for me every night, is to go outside and just stare at the stars because I get so dialed in with God when I go outside and stare at the stars. Um, it's, it's such a cool thing. Uh, so there's naturalists. They, they, do, they connect with God in nature. They connect with God outdoors. You might connect with God outdoors. And guess what? That's great. Do it. But can I suggest that you, we, we make all these things, whatever you sort of align yourself with here, can I encourage you to start doing it regularly? Because I want us to get connected. I want us to get filled with this life and life to the full. I want us to bear fruit so that when we go out and do what Pastor Andrew was talking about this morning, that people buy into what we're selling. Because if we don't have fruit if, if people, people are constantly judging, all of us, me, you, everyone in the world, and if you, they see bad fruit, they don't want to take any of it. They don't want to taste it. They don't want it. But if you're bearing good fruit, you're going to become a great witness for Christ. You're going to become a great witness for Christ. So the naturalist loves to be outdoors. Another thing that I love to do, I love to surf. And that's just another thing, being in the water, being in the ocean, feeling the water, looking around, looking at waves. It's just this thing where I feel so connected to God. I really do. And it recharges me. It energizes me. I feel alive. Um, And I feel that when you're in your zone, you've you've got this real ease of of conversation, real ease of conversation. You can pray. When I'm outdoors, I, I feel so connected and feel in the zone. Prayer becomes easier. So if you're a naturalist and you're trying to pray, you're trying, I've got to pray. I know, praying is a part of being a Christian, right? Okay, so what I've got to do is go into a room and pray. That's what they do. Don't they get on their knees? I'm pretty sure that's right. So you go and do that and you can't pray because it sucks for you. You're not meant to be on your knees inside. You're meant to be outside walking like Pastor Phil. Pastor Phil is a naturalist. He gets outside and he's like, oh yeah, he climbs up the mountain. He prays until Pastor Jewel is probably calling the cops. Where's my husband? I don't know where he's been away for so long. Because he loves to be outside and pray. That's where he finds his own. Um, So the next one is called, so we add the naturalist. Here we go with the sensate. Um, They're the kind of people that feel connected to God through their senses. So like, for instance, um, in a lot of the old churches, they would burn incense. And when they walked in and they smelt that incense, they were like, oh, God's here i 'm connected to God right now, or they hear the church organ or they hear the church bells, and all of a sudden they 're surrounded by God, or they see the beautiful architecture of something and it just it 's just god i 'm with God now, you know what i 'm saying they taste they taste the bread, they taste the wine, and it means so much it 's loaded with meaning isn 't it funny that when someone is kind of uh, really not nice people call them sour or bitter these are things that relate to our senses these are things that people uh, re- they find their connection they find their meaning through the senses so there's the sensate so if you need to cook up a passover meal to get connected with god because that that lamb takes you there or the the you know the <laughs> the, the bread what terrible bread come on <laughs> Anyway, no, bless bless the Passover bread. But if, that is, if that's what gets you there, sharing meals was always done. You can't find a, a meeting in the New Testament, basically, without a meal. God getting connected with their... And um, that was a lot of time of getting connected with God, getting connected with their um, brothers and sisters. They'd be sitting down, they'd be rubbing up, like, you know, you'd reach across someone, grab something... This was a holy, sacred moment for a lot of people, and they connected that way, through the senses. Um, You connect with God through the senses. Another way that people connect is the traditionalist, and they connect with God through symbols and rituals, and this is awesome. This is great. Some people um, can really, they they need, you know, I I like to think of these people as like um, perfectionists, or they have a little bit of, um, what's that thing? OCD. Um, so once they're once they're doing their thing, once they get in that zone, once they get into their ritual, oh, they can they can they can relax because they they finally no. If if you are a traditionalist, it's okay. You don't have to have OCD. You could be completely normal. Um, and I'll tease you behind your back later when you come. No 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 no. It's all good. Everyone's different. But so traditionalists, they they love symbols. So like when they see that. You know, they might see the Christian fish and become fully aware that they're in the presence of God. Oh. Um, they, might, they might see all, any of the ancient symbols that the Christianity has come up with. They might see a symbol they've created themselves to help them remind the cross. Yeah, the cross. Um, this really, it's an um, execution machine of uh, the, 2,000 years ago. But somehow that's become a symbol of hope, of, of love, of all these things. And some people, when they see a cross, they're just like, oh, God loves me. God loves me. Um, and then they find themselves in rituals. And we can create, so you might be one of these people. You need, to, you need to do something a certain way. And you can create that ritual. And again, I'll say, just do it. If that's how you get connected with God, do it. It's awesome. It's great. Um, If you're ever wanting another one, is the ascetic? Um, Is that is that how you say it? Yes. If you're ever wanting to know how to say a word, look at the Kansas. They're going for two weeks, so um, please forgive my pronunciation. Um, We'll have to wait for them to come back. Um, But the ascetic, they connect with God through solitude. Um, and simplicity. So they're kind of like your monks. Have you ever (laughs) seen a monk lately? No? You could be one and you just don't even know. Um, The ascetic, (laughs) yeah. You're a bit monk-like, right? Yes, he loves it. He loves the solitude. When I say he, I'm talking about Phil Cairns. He loves solitude and he loves simplicity. Um, I've had good chats with uh, Phil Cairns, And I found that the way he gets fully energized and reconnects and that, he's told me of experiences where he just goes out by himself with a tent and a torch, maybe even a torch, probably not even sometimes, and just camps out by himself, just escapes to be with God. Because when all the other stuff is away, all the hustle and bustle is away, he finds God and he finds his connection Someone like the ascetic is probably sitting in here right now just going, oh, get me out of here. (laughs) I can't find God here. Do you know how hard I've got to work to find God here? Um, And so we take our hats off to Phil Cairns because he works so hard all the time to find God here. Um, And that's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. Can I encourage you, get this book. It can't can't be worth that much. Get this book because this book will also tell you Whatever one you align yourself with, what you find is that it highlights the the weaknesses and strengths and all the things to watch out for if you're this way inclined. It's a good book. It's called Sacred Pathways for all of you that really care about what I'm saying and for all of you that don't. That's cool. That's cool. Um, The next one we're going to go to is The Activist. Oh, I am going to get through this pretty quick now. The Activist. They connect with God through confrontation. Who loves an activist? Everyone goes. (laughs) Um, No, but they're out there. They're out there, and thank God for activists. Um, Imagine Martin Luther, King Jr. (laughs) Imagine if he didn't find God in being an activist. There'd be probably a lot of slavery still. Look, guys, activists are so important. They get stuff done. Don't Don't hate on the activists too much because they find that they're connected with God and fully alive and fully present, living as a branch on the vine when they're out there trying to get things done, trying to get the kingdom kingdom of heaven's ways made known here and now. Some of them are jerks (laughs) and probably need I think that's one of the um, pitfalls of of an activist. You can be a jerk. Um, But if you get the balance right, you can be like a Martin Luther King Jr. Or you could be someone incredible that changes the course of history for the betterment of humankind. Um, So watch out, jerks. Um, Quickly going through, we've got the caregiver. The caregiver, they connect with God and find their life when they're looking after people, when they're taking care of others, when they're loving others. That's very straightforward. Um, and that's awesome. That is awesome. The next one, we've got the enthusiast. We've only got two more to go. We've got the enthusiast or the enthusiast. Um, <laughs> Fliz laughing. That's good. Um, they connect with God in mystery and celebration. The enthusiast, they're like, oh, God, God, oh, he loves me, and I'm in this whirlwind of emotion. They usually are emotion; these pe- emotional, these people, and they're like, oh, do you know, the enthusiasts are really the best worshipers. When you're on stage as a worship leader, the people that get you encouraged, um, uh, they get you, oh, yeah, I am making a difference. Those ones that are going off, going bananas, worshiping God—they're generally the enthusiasts. Um, they're the ones that find and connect with God in, like, a, in a time of worship where they get to express their love. Words like lover and an intimacy. These words are strongly connected to the enthusiast. And um, they're awesome. If that's how you connect with God, awesome. Do it regularly. Don't just wait on a Sunday. I used to lock myself in the room, chuck a worship song on, and just adore God. Adore God. That's what the enthusiast does best. They adore God. Um, sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the contemplative. The contemplative. They connect with God through adoration. They're the real adorers. Um, So (laughs) they love to just sit and meditate on the love of God. They're incredible, incredible people as well. And last but not least, the intellectual. They love God. They connect with God with the mind. They love to just sit and think. And when they're sitting and thinking, that's when they feel connected to God. These are all the different ways that we can connect with God, and I'm sure there's even more. I'm sure there's even more. But my prayer, my encouragement, my exhortation to you would be, my exhortation is that we would find our rhythm, that we would find our sacred pathway that we would choose to make it a daily thing, that we'd become more aware, that we would live more in the moment and that we would connect with God and stay connected because when we do that, we will bear much fruit and experience this life to the full as we stay connected to the source. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c 3 telgraorgau We hope to see you at church soon. There is no greater love than that of yours. We want the world to know. So we'll rise in selfless faith to live like Christ for all our days.